Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Thelonia. And today we are talking about a movie that is currently in theaters, that is Pacific Rim Uprising. It's the sequel to Pacific Rim, obviously. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, this movie stars basically, well, most of the main cast is gone. This is sort of 10 years later, but we do see Mako again and uh, the two scientists. Yeah, Herman. And yes. that's basically it. Yeah, everyone else is new. Um, it stars everyone's favorite person on this planet, John Boyega. <laughs> or maybe I'm just With his actual myself. accent, which is yeah. uh, fun. It is fun. Um, and it's interesting. I mean, obviously, <laughs> actors are not their characters, but it's fun to see him playing a role that's so different from his Star Wars role. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he sort of, like, gets to be, like, charismatic and just sort of, like, his full self, seemingly, versus, like, scared and still in need of character growth. He's, like, ready to take stuff on, just has to get over his past. Yeah, Yay. a lot of tragic <laughs> backstories in this. I feel like mm-hmm. that's kind of a given, considering it's Pacific Rim. Where mm-hmm. else are you going to get your angst? And, you know, of course, obviously, because there's giant monsters, a lot of people have some tragic backstories that involve giant monsters. A great time. Yeah, it's sort of inevitable. Yeah. Um, so we're introduced to a new, like, secondary main character who is Amara. Um, and she's, like, a teenage girl that builds her own little tiny Jaeger and gets recruited alongside Ajao Boyega, who is Jake Pentecost, the son of... Um, Idris Elba from the first movie. <laughs> yes, from Stacker. the first movie. Stacker Yeah, Pentecost. but he's like, he's like a, he's the problem child of the family, sort of. I mean, compared to Baco, who is just sort of like <laughs> the perfect child. So <laughs> he's, he's sort of a, he had the potential to become a good, a really awesome Jaeger pilot, but um, he sort of didn't, didn't have... I guess what it takes to sort of like at, at at that time at least to uh become this person. So he ended up leaving um and is roped into returning to uh I don't even know what they call it. The uh, Academy. Yeah. <laughs> God knows. There's a lot of details that are kind of just like, don't think about it. Don't worry about it. So Yeah. They start out the movie with sort of like a long sequence that's like, here's backstory. Oh, yeah. My um, very first note is narration. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Followed by Boyega dance, because I believe there is a John Boyega dance in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, in parentheses, Sriracha. And I think that's because one of the, like, illegal activities he's shown doing in the beginning of the movie is, like, exchanging a car for a huge box of Sriracha sauce. Yeah, I thought God that was, um, it was like, I, I don't. I guess they were trying to be, like, a little humorous, but they were also like, this is our new reality. But I just kind of took that as, like, haha, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, all right. Um, uh, th- then I think, so where the movie, like, proper picks up is um, you kind of come into, and here's the thing. I don't remember anyone's actual name because, eh? mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. 
it, John Boyega is going to heist a Jaeger with some other guys who are not important. Don't worry about them. Uh, and he's going to steal the power core. I think that's what they were going for. Yes. I'm not sure the, how he has like, like a, a big tracker battery. device. <laughs> yeah, he has a tracker device for it. God knows how. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But this, he runs into Amara, who has stolen it right before him and uh, tracks her back to her like home junkyard where she's mm-hmm. built herself a tiny little Jaeger and it's very cute. It's very cute, and it has a name, which is Scrapper. Yeah, which, which adds to the cuteness. Also cute. Yep, it's very cute. And uh, they they go on the run from the cops, and my immediate next note is, oh shit, it's the it's the Jaeger cops because mm-hmm. they go against this giant Jaeger, and it's great. That was a really fun sequence, seeing this tiny little tiny little robot go up against this like regular sized Jaeger, which is huge. Yeah, it's interesting to see. I like how different this movie is from the previous one. Mm. Um, especially in the way that, like, before it was, like, robots versus, you know, like, that was the premise. We're going to fight giant um, alien creatures. And this one, it's like, oh, we defeated all the alien creatures. Um, now we're just doing other things. And, like, just sort of trying to, like, develop technology. And there's less of a sort of apocalyptic vibe and more of a, like, building a sci-fi world vibe, I guess, for so much of the movie before, like, we get into punching. (laughs) I still didn't understand exactly what was going on with the world because they keep, like, saying the breach is closed, no more kaiju, but they're still preparing for more kaiju. And I realize that that's, like, a concern everyone has. Uh, Like, Mm -hmm. they're going to come back. But, um... Early on, when he meets Amara, she's like, "He's like, why do you have a Jaeger?" And she's like, "I know they're not, they're not gone. They're gonna come back, and I want to defend myself." And it's mm-hmm. kind of framed like she's like the weird person, like mumbling to herself, like the <laughs> kaiju are gonna come back. But like yeah. everyone so seems everyone to else. think this. <laughs> so I guess it's also just like the intensity with which, like, it, the kaiju could have like destroyed the entire world. So, like, there's pretty good reason for people to be, like, nervous for <laughs> 10 enough. years and to continue feeling a little nervous. And maybe also, I mean, they don't really, like, address this. But, like, <laughs> it's really cool that they built these giant robots. And I don't, and I can understand how they may not want to stop building giant <laughs> like, robots. Look, even the if the giant robots were reasons. absolutely sick. We got to keep <laughs> building them. Yeah, they're like, even though all the aliens are defeated, uh... It's super cool that we can do this, so <laughs> let's keep doing it. Because it does that. feel like, um, sort of like with Colossal, something I wish they had addressed, which they didn't, but I guess that would have been opening a whole new can of worms, would be like, oh, how can these big Jaegers uh, help reconstruct society? Oh, yeah. And like, what else can they do besides fighting giant other giant things? But it does really seem like, for the most part, it's just like, just in case the aliens come back, we feel like they're going to. Um, let's just keep building these giant things. And uh, they introduce this character that I don't think was in the last movie. Um, who is, I forget her name, but she wears awesome outfits. And oh, she's the, the one CEO who's building the lady? drones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, she had pretty good outfits. I just want to say, this is like slightly jumping ahead but i just want to say i was so glad she wasn't evil (laughs) like because 
it's like she would have been a really good villain but when it like there's a twist when you learn that she isn't the bad guy i was like cool because i love your outfits and i want to just love you unapologetically and now <laughs> i get to <laughs> so that was uh that was a fun little yeah thing. um so basically, out of getting arrested by the Jaeger cops, they get uh, recruited into the program, the the Jaeger program. I don't know what the fuck it was called. They may have called it something. They may have not. Who knows? Anyways. It definitely had a name, <laughs> but I could not tell you what it was. <laughs> uh, we, we see our first glimpse of Makamori in that scene where she holograms to tell John Boyega this, and I was so mm-hmm. happy. I like knew she was going to come back because she's in the trailer, but... Seeing her mm-hmm. face, I was like, yes! <laughs> this is like the first familiar face you see Yeah, um, watching this sequel. So yeah, it, it was pretty exciting. <laughs> oh, uh, I have a note too. Cause, uh, so when they get to the, the base, you meet a character who's kind of a main character, but also very boring. And that is... The guy? The guy! He's, He's Clint so Eastwood's son. Scott. What? Yeah. He looks like him. Yeah, the whole time I was kind of like, I really, every time that character was in a scene, I felt like it was making the scene worse. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was. Like, I don't think it was the actor's fault, but the character sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because it was like one of those things where it was like, we needed one white guy. We got Raleigh in the first one and we got this guy in this one. We just need one around just in case. Just so yeah, that, like, the white Rally guys don't like, feel... nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he basically feels like he's doing an impression of his dad, like, just squinting off into the distance and saying cool things. And I was like... Mm. We're a family of squinters. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do. Uh, yeah, when they show up, fun. too, it's pretty funny because uh, Amara knows all these eager, so she starts dropping so many names. And I'm like, I realize this is supposed to be important information. I'm getting absolutely none of this. <laughs> but cool. Yeah. Cool. Also, would like to say that people were very upset about the name Gypsy Danger. They changed one of those words, and it was not the one that's an offensive slur. Uh, Good job, yeah, guys. That was, that was super weird, because I thought they changed it in, like, other media that they were producing beyond the first movie. Yeah. Like, there was <laughs> some whole thing where they, like, changed it, and then, like, in the second movie, it just, like, comes back exactly the same. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was sure. like, oh, I thought, okay, nope, we're just, we're yeah, digging in here. All right. I thought thing about changing this, and now we're just using the exact same name again, so I guess, like, weird, but it's also, like, different people sort of made this movie, right? Yeah. The first one. Well, yeah, so. that's one thing. Guillermo del Toro, for one, wasn't as heavily involved. I think they called him just a like a, cons- a visual something. consultant or something. A visual consultant. Which I, mean, I take to mean they job. like brought him a drawing and were like, hey, can we use this? And he was like, yeah, sure. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe they like showed happened. him, showed him a, a, some, just just got like the stamp of approval from yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> No, it's like was that a Salt Bay reference in 2018? My life is ending. Uh, there's so many memes in this movie. Wait, what? What are they referencing? Help me. You know the Salt (laughs) Bay meme? Did you miss that? When did they reference that? Oh, when John Boyega is putting sprinkles on his ice cream when he's having a conversation with Scott Eastwood, he does like a a little, like a dramatic little flare thing. That is definitely the Salt Bay. Pose. Oh, did not recognize that, but 
<laughs> the memes I, come back, so don't worry. In that in that scene, the whole time I was just like, "Go away, other dude!" <laughs> like, I do not care about you. Please leave. And I also was confused because I thought at the beginning they sort of like indicated that like someone he piloted with, like his partner in piloting, was some girl who left to go to the private sector, and I thought like she was gonna come back. And then she never did. And then it ended up, it was like just that guy. And I was like, did I mishear this entire, <laughs> like, was I confused or was the movie just dropping threads that seemed like they were something, but they were? I, <laughs> I didn't know. even n- notice that. I did notice and we'll get to her, but they, they have like a thing that it's ongoing throughout the movie. And it is this girl, Jules, who works there. And she is uh-huh. not a character. She literally no. just exists so they can be like, she's going to go out with me. No, she's going to go out with me. And they just do that literally nonstop. And I was like, I like <laughs> that you made a female character. Could you have literally given her anything to do? Other than this? It was like, um, it almost felt like she and the boring guy were in their own movie. And we kept accidentally, like, they were just <laughs> filming while we were filming this other movie. And they would just pop up and, like, dramatically kiss. And everyone was like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? I mean, I assume that that relationship just ends with all three of them together. Because John Boyega kept referring to Scott Eastwood as being beautiful and sexy. And they all, she kissed both of them. So I'm like, all right. Just gonna assume this ends uh, threesome, and they have (laughs) didn't have any closure on it. So I thought that uh, that scene where she kisses them both on the cheek and John Boyega says that like, well, that's confusing or something. I thought that was one of the few like for me, it was one of the few jokes that like sort of landed. I felt like they tried a couple attempts at humor, and I was like. Don't even worry about that, guys. Like, just have <laughs> I'm the just big here monsters, for the monsters hate yeah. each other. Yeah, like, this is the part that we're here for. So, like, don't you don't have to work too hard at the jokes. I kind of feel that way about, like, uh, Marvel movies. Like, they always try to, like, inject a little humor. But, like, it gets to a point where it's just like, <laughs> you know, we're not looking for a comedy. Like, you don't have to do this. <laughs> uh, uh, but I did think that was sort of funny. Uh, oh, moment. so uh, we this is also the point in the movie where we first see... Newt and Herman, which I believe is their names, but Charlie yes. Day and that guy, because I only know him as that guy because he keeps being in like bit parts and like British stuff I watch. His name is Burn Gorman, in case you're oh, that's Oh, that's a name. Uh, he's like a lot of, he has a Victorian face, so he's in like a lot of Charles Dickens stuff, but it's fun he to see him do stuff that, that isn't that. So that's great. Yeah. I have immediately after. Reuniting old boyfriends, which is when they reunited, is just Alice, <laughs> which was um, Charlie Day's like, oh, yeah, you can finally meet Alice. And I was like, who the fuck is Alice? Yeah, which, by the way, <laughs> like, what was up with that? Because I feel like it was never totally. It, okay, well, I mean, okay, I don't want to, like, get into this. Yeah, yeah. But well, when we get to it, I just want to express my early confusion. <laughs> oh, I just want... <laughs> so, the main conflict of the movie is about these drones, which are, like, remote-controlled um, Jaegers. Yeah, that they're this, not drones. <laughs> yeah. Well, they keep calling them drones, so I know, that's... right? It's like, they're calling them drones, but we currently have a thing we call drones, and <laughs> it's not that. Like, that's confusing. <laughs> like... Get a different name. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's true, the, true. the Chinese lady who's, like, a CEO of 
let's say like Chow Companies? Was that the name? Yeah, Chow Industries or something. Sweet. All right. So I have a note that's just like, her plan sounds fine. Because uh, yeah. the, the way it's framed is like, look at her. She's evil. And I was like, this sounds okay. Uh, and then Mako makes yeah. a point that it could be hacked. And I was like, that is a fair point, Mako. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Um, but like the people in universe who don't want this to happen were like kaiju worshippers. And I was like, I don't want to align myself with these crazy people. So <laughs> oh, I'm for these drones. Um, oh, and then there's this whole scene, which is the first fight scene of the movie. My first note for that scene is I'm worried for Mako because there's a shot of her in a helicopter. And I was like, this yep. isn't going to end well. And you were appropriately worried. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, so this is like an opening ceremony end. or like a meeting something. It's, uh, the, it's the meeting where they're supposed to vote on if they want to use the yeah, or not. There you and go. She's there to vote <laughs> no. So uh, yeah. Oh, we're in a dangerous weird. position. <laughs> uh, but a rogue Jaeger shows up and... John Boyega and Scott Eastwood are in um, one of the Jaegers, so there's like a Jaeger on Jaeger fight, which I will say, I'm glad that they color-coded them. The rogue one's red, the good one's blue, (laughs) because I was a little confused. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Mm, there's a lot of just robot punching robot, but we managed to keep it uh... sort of clear. Yeah, it, they helped have some cues, like, when they pulled out their, like, weapons. Yeah. It was like, the good guys had a blue sword, and the bad guys had two flaming red swords. <laughs> and I was like, very Kylo Ren of this. Next note is, oh, God, so many dead people. This is a thing when movies are like, so we're going to have a fight buildings. in a city, and, like, all these buildings are going to collapse. And I know this is especially a thing in the last scene. They're like, everyone got out. I'm like... Not ever. Like, do you know how many people are in a city? Yeah, <laughs> that would take so like, long. Count like obviously people did not. And we just watched them running in the streets. Also, like the thing I just kept thinking this whole movie was like when they were building the universe, uh, sort of at the beginning, like sort of showing us uh, where we were in time and how things had changed. Like it was clear that people there was still a lot of destroyed stuff. Cities didn't recover. Um, why the heck are people still building skyscrapers? <laughs> like, obviously... Move to the countryside. Be, yeah, like, do something not dumb. And then, of course, all these giant Jaegers are going to be crushing buildings at some point in this movie. Because, like, how could they not stop building these tall glass buildings, you fools? <laughs> uh, uh, but the big thing that happens in this scene is uh, Mako goes down in that helicopter managing to send a thing out yeah that was the thing of like it was like really rubbing it in of like there's no hope left that thing yeah went down in a ball of flames and how did she like get like where did she get the information that she ended up sending out i don't know (laughs) yeah like where did that come from that was so random i don't they just (laughs) think they ever explained that it's just like she just has it don't worry about it I feel like they just were like, let's just make her mysterious enough that if, like, she had something, you would be like, yeah, I guess she's mysterious enough to have, like, had a secret thing to share. Um, but, yeah, it was super random. Um, well, it was one of those things where uh, I was like, they didn't show her in any scenes after this point in the movie in the trailer. She is also, she was a Jaeger pilot. I feel like if things came to, pu- like, if... Things were put to the test. She could get back in one. So I'm like, they're probably going to kill her. 
And then they did, and I was sad. Although John Boyega had like a dramatic run, like he got out of the Jaeger and was like running towards it, and I was like, that was a flame ball. Like she's not no one. I don't know what you think you can do. You can't do anything. Oh, man. I was glad he did it though. <laughs> it was a good uh, drama like, moment. Yeah, R.I.P. Marco. But also, like, where is Ra- how do you say his name? Raleigh. <laughs> yeah, where <laughs> the fuck that? that that is a note where because I he? thought of that way later, but I was like, did he die? They like, mention him in passing. Yeah. As like a former hero, but they don't indicate whether or not he's dead or not, or if He's just, like, on an island chilling. Yeah. It does seem like he would have been in contact with Mako still. Like, the friendship bond's too strong. But, uh, yeah, he never appears, probably because of contract reasons. But also <laughs> hey, We don't have that money. So Yeah, what's the deal? Uh, no, they're like, we gave all our money to John Boyega. We could not afford to bring anyone back. I have a quick note that it never comes up again. Very redundant. But uh, there's cool. a brief scene where they show that they have like a training brain in a jar. And I was like, yeah. wait, hold up. Who the fuck? They're like, it's Sarah. I'm like, that? what the fuck? I thought it would have made more sense if they were like, it's Raleigh or something. At oh. least like then his character would have still been in it. But instead it's some random person we've never heard of. But like, like, who the fuck would be like, you can drift with my brain post death. I'm cool with that. What the fuck? Um, a, a hero of our <laughs> world would do that. <laughs> Oh, that was that really messed me up. Like I was like, no, 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 no. We can't have like a scene after this, but we it, do. Yeah, it was weird that they sort of introduced this really intriguing and strange idea, and then it didn't have to do with anything. Yeah, but that whole scene is to get into Amara's tragic backstory, which was pretty bad, to be fair. He's yeah, like, it was very sad. Hesitating to jump little... back to her family, and then they just get, like, crunched by a kaiju. Yeah, it was almost, like, morbidly comedic, <laughs> no. like a cartoon. The where, timing like, was just really, like, like, just, they're gone. Um, oh, my immediate next note is, Drone Lady definitely did this. I don't know to what specifically <laughs> this is referring, but I was very suspicious of her. Uh, yeah, she and was then, suspicious. <laughs> she was the red herring. Yeah, and then I think this that was probably a scene with Charlie Day because my immediate note after that is Alice is a kaiju brain, and then I want to know what yes. love is. Which yeah, okay, was great so music here's, here's where the questions start coming in. Oh boy! So so they introduce like this is like the this is the half of the movie where we think that Charlie Day has fallen in love with a kaiju brain. <laughs> And has given it the name Alice, and it serves as some sort of, like, live-in girlfriend that is in this jar forever. That is the implication but, they get to. Yeah, they imp- they start you with that. And then, like, for the next half of the movie, it's really more like he's being controlled by this brain, and he, like, sort of recognizes he's being controlled by it, and, like... Yeah. So it's it's really weird. I'm like, did he cre- <laughs> like, did he create this false illusion that... The brain was like somehow like his girlfriend in order for him to cope with the fact that it was like mm. controlling him. Because if so, a little hint at that would have been nice. Because <laughs> I feel like I had to jump through some hoops to make those like that make sense. <laughs> I was trying to figure out like what his plan was if he did introduce Herman to it. Was he gonna be like, right? This is my girlfriend? <laughs> She's <laughs> in a jar. <laughs> yeah. I love her. Uh, very weird. Although I will say, Charlie Day does crazy so well. 
Mm. Yeah, he does. He's a very, uh, and surprisingly he does evil so well. Yeah, I was really, like, it, my brain kept flashing to the, the um, Pepe Sylvia scene. Yeah, <laughs> I was me like, too. That is me that too. is what is happening, but it's with it's with Kaiju now. All right, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I really love Charlie Day, so I was kind of like, oh man, they made him bad. <laughs> <laughs> they gave but him I stuff would, to do. Yeah, it was it was nice, um, um, and I thought it was uh, nice that as a consequence, um, like watching the Chinese businesswoman lady with the cool outfits and the other doctor guy sort of like bond oh yeah this is beautiful (laughs) like i'm sorry um, this character i liked had to be evil but at least it led to this wonderful friendship (laughs) um so then the next part of the movie is they figure out the mako's thing that she was trying to send out right before the helicopter went down his coordinates to this island and they go and they find the rogue jaeger uh there's a giant fight Two robots punch each other a whole bunch. It's pretty great. Oh, ice fight. <laughs> <laughs> it ends yeah, with uh, the... It gets defeated. Yeah, the whole processor part getting ripped out like a heart. That was pretty sick. And uh, yeah. then it turns out they rip off the faceplate and it's being controlled by a kaiju, which it looked like uh, you're not probably going to get this. It looked like a Dalek in Doctor Who. It was very gross. <laughs> like it. <laughs> Uh, there's something about like robots that when you open them, it's just like a weird mush tentacle thing. Very fun design. Like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nasty looking. Um, and yeah. then I, I just want to say that I like uh, your summaries of the stuff that is happening. <laughs> um, and I also feel like uh, notably absent is like the the... B storyline of like the girl joining the like academy or whatever. Well, she which comes I will back. say it's pretty unexciting. Like, I was like, she's like, gonna come back. I've seen like they, they've set things up. She's gonna come back in that tiny that tiny robot's gonna be used at some point. Like it's gonna be a yeah, thing. But there's also like a weird thing where they try to sort of have this story of like these cadets and their bonding. And how, like, this one girl is sort of bullying the main girl. Yeah, the Russian. Which I was like, oh, (laughs) that's good. We've got an evil Russian. Good job, everybody. (laughs) Subtle taste. Yeah, it seems, uh, yeah, pretty pretty subtle. But, yeah, that whole sort of storyline is just, like, so severely less interesting than everything else that is happening. It's just, like, I want to know what's going on with the kaiju, these aliens, I know. I want to know what's going on with Charlie Day. Yeah, and stick with the adults. Like, yeah, and then it's like <laughs> kids are being bullied, and I'm like, I don't care about bullying right now. There are aliens to worry about. Yeah, because um, anyway. uh, the notes after that, it's be uh, so they have this Jaeger. They bring it back, or they go there. I'm not really sure where we are at that point, but um, the all these little children, break. these little babies, they go investigating. Turns out, kaiju oh, blood is acid, and. It's, uh, uh, that guy, that one guy gets uh, injured, the guy who's really nice to Amara, and then she gets expelled, basically. Oh, they use a different word, but she gets expelled. Fortunately, after she gets expelled, everything goes to shit. And oh, she yeah. she reinstated. We got was a trailer shot, because this is a, one of the shots that was in the trailer. It's her looking real dramatic and slow-mo while these... Uh, kaiju robots, that because the drones show up and they start, like, mutating. And it was... 
the the kaiju robots were pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's, it's her and like everything's nasty. exploding behind her. Uh, we find out Charlie's nuts. Uh, save Newt with the power of love. That is a note I have. Aww. Drone Lady was okay. Yay. Yeah. Um, and then she starts, after we learn that she's okay, her outfits get less super villain and get more <laughs> like, just a lady doing good work. It's like, she's wearing <laughs> pants now because she's not evil. Her hair is messy because she's getting down and dirty and saving the world. Her lipstick's <laughs> still going to look good, though. Can't, yeah, can't she, look too crazy. She looks fly as hell all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then the big fallout of all these drones going rogue because it turns out because charlie's nuts he's trying to uh bring back yeah bring back all the kaiju uh so that they could go and explode a volcano which will destroy the world and terraform it for the aliens which felt like an obvious like answer to what was happening but also it took so long to get there (laughs) yeah it was like they they put build the map uh, using the previous monsters' coordinates, and they're like, "Oh my god, they're headed to Mount Fuji. Let's look where the ones like, now are going." Not and I was like, this. They're all going in a straight line, my god! It's really clear, everyone. <laughs> like, uh, pay attention. But basically, fallout of all of this, we have three kaiju. They're all headed to Mount Fuji. I wrote remix really big because they finally use the uh, this theme from the first movie, mm-hmm. except it's a remix version. Sounds pretty good. Happy they it used it. Could have used Finally. it more. Uh, yeah. So then it's my notes are Jules is barely a character. Where the fuck is Raleigh? Uh, oh my god, what is that note? I think I called someone a nerd. <laughs> I don't know. There who, are lots though. of nerds. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, been referring to oh, anything? oh, okay. I literally cannot believe we are using the lol lol lol, lol meme. Nice, yeah. bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that came out of nowhere, too. Yeah, it was the the Russian going like, my grandmother loves this song. I was like, this is so weird. Who wrote this? this it's so weird. Like, whoever was inserting comedy into this movie, like, has a very specific, <laughs> strange taste. <laughs> uh, um. Then my note is, I'm so sorry, Japan. This always happens to you. And I think that was during the Kaiju Rampage through Tokyo. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh man, God. those... Poor guy. They never can catch a break in these monster movies. Um, no. Then I wrote Squall's all here looking fresh. And I wrote that specifically about the kaiju, but could also apply to the Jaegers who show up <laughs> later. Uh, everyone got this- underground. Sure they did. Yeah. <laughs> and finally this. Yeah, I know. When they said that, they I was like, one second ago, people were being denied interest. Yeah, in I was like, you literally just showed us people not being able to get underground. <laughs> There's <laughs> yeah. definitely people not underground, but okay. That okay. was very confusing. And, <laughs> but then finally, at long last, we get sort of like, I mean, they really held off like a big epic fight scene until the very end. Yeah, they were like, we um, finally, you came here for a robot versus a uh, kaiju <laughs> fight. And, and we're going to make you wait. <laughs> but it's going to be sick. Yeah, uh, but when it happens, it's just so good. Uh, my first note, the robot whip is very dumb. And I realize that it's it because we need variety, dumb. but it's a bad weapon. <laughs> it is a bad it's weapon. It's useless. like every fantasy book ever when they... They're like, okay, we have the sword person. We have, like, the ranger. Well, we have nothing left. I guess you have a whip. <laughs> it's just like, all, <laughs> of, the, all of the weapons have been taken. This is the last one, and I guess you get it. 
But uh, they do some pretty... They have this cool other weapon now, or at least John Boyega's Jaeger does, where he can sort of, like, pull things. Like, yeah, like, the gravity like, thing. Tele- telekinesis type yeah. thing. Magic. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Um, and they sort of introduced some, like, complex monster dynamics. It felt very video game-like. Like, you defeat, like, the three, and then they combine to form the yeah, big, Yeah, that like, was really cool. I, that was cool. That did feel, though, like it's like you, ha- you have... <laughs> May, like given them enough damage and now main boss um but that was yeah. funny because my notes are like what the fuck charlie wait holy shit that's awesome and that's because he calls all these tiny little robot things and they start skittering through the streets and i was like what the fuck is that and then they start repairing the kaiju and i was like they're combining okay them. okay yeah. and then it look they like they're fusing them it's like oh my god and i thought the whole time it was, so it was cool. gonna be armor but it ended up being something yeah i briefly thought cooler. that too because they're really covering them but yeah, yeah they that, look like scales <laughs> having the final combined kaiju with like all the specific because every kaiju has like a thing that that is its like main design feature and having yeah. all of like it being one really big thing was really cool looking very nice yeah I thought that was they had fun with that. Oh, and they killed off one of the the kids for like It was the one who kept talking about his dad being a plastic surgeon and how he didn't yeah. he could retire and be a boob guy and I was like Again, he's going to die. Weird humor, right? <laughs> like what was going on? With that? It was, it was yeah. basically the one that was like I'm two days to retirement. Like he was like the child version of that which was like oh I should just go work for my dad. Uh but yeah, yeah I was like of course that was the one kid who died. All yeah, right. sort of surprising he was the only one. I thought they were going to be a little more sacrificial. Just because, like, is true, yeah. it's pretty impressive that they only had one casualty in that entire battle. Yeah, basically everyone um, else, like, as soon as they got, like, vaguely injured, they were like, we're pulling out. <laughs> we're going. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, and the reason he died was because they just recklessly, like, ran into battle, basically. Yeah. Uh, so then once it's, like, one monster, you got three brains in one monster we got to destroy all the brains except they kind of drop that like they destroy one and then we just, just smash like, well, it guess we'll just explode the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that's like if we don't get that tiny ass robot back this will all be for naught and <laughs> and he came back uh but first scott gets injured because we need a reason for john boyega and his tiny child to uh drift together so they yeah. get in the the main Jaeger. I have a note that just says Glados, and I think that's because the computer started reading something, and I it triggered a part of my brain where I was like, "Is this portal? What's happening? Where am I?" <laughs> also, I looked it up, and it's the same person. So really, yes. <laughs> oh, crazy! That's kind of funny. I clearly I think it, like a video game Easter egg. Then yeah, it just said like Guillermo del Toro really likes Portal, and I was like, I can respect that. I can respect that. He was like, we needed a robot lady voice. I got I got someone. Let's just call her. Um <laughs> Oh, finally to the mountain because uh I think at that point I was sick of just all these people destroying buildings because it kept being like, nah. Uh. So um <laughs> seeing them I was like, we're gonna get a fight on we didn't really get a fight on the mountain, but it was cool to vaguely see a mountain for a bit. Yeah. And it was kind of fun to also see uh like when Charlie Day is standing on the top of the building and the big monster like comes by and there's like a oh, moment yeah. where you're like, oh my God, it's going to kill him and then it does it. And you could tell that he also thought it was <laughs> going to kill him and then it doesn't. Um, 
Yeah, I was trying to figure it's out if it like recognized that he has uh, like a part kaiju brain or if you th- th- it was just like eh, this guy's not worth have. it. Um, yeah. Oh, and then my wish has been granted because the uh, really cool lady with the awesome outfits remotely controls that tiny ass robot. And uh, oh, yes. she comes back and helps. I was so happy. And she's awesome. And she ends up being the reason that they live at all. Yeah. I was <laughs> slightly nervous, but that's because I forgot she was remotely piloting it because she the robot gets stuck on their back when they launch themselves into space so they can immediately plummet back to Earth and crush the kaiju. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> she's stuck in there. And then at one point I was like, wait, no, she's not even there. You dumb, you dumb piece of shit. She's not... <laughs> It's not even remotely close. Uh, so it was. Uh, it was very a uh, Black Panther. That was like the co- like one of the coolest technologies I thought that was in Black Panther was the remote controlling of like vehicles, and so it was cool to see it in this movie too. And I'm just like, is this our new like uh, our new uh, sci-fi futuristic thing? Is like everything is remote controlled or something? Yeah. Um, but so they anyway. crush themselves. <laughs> they like from the atmosphere. They launch themselves down and crush the kaiju my note for this is oh come on man because after they crush it it starts moving again and i was like we're not done yet and then it immediately <laughs> stops i was like okay we're cool we're cool never mind never mind uh and uh then they uh john boyega get out and he and amara have a like a snowball fight and, and all then is the right movie with the world. suddenly ends. Yeah, and it was very sudden. End. And then there's immediately like the most blatant sequel bait I might have ever yeah. seen. <laughs> yeah. Which was that fun. That it was Charlie I Day. Was like, yeah, I kind of didn't think there was going to be another movie. Yeah, like, me, I, I don't me know. neither. I but I, I guess we're going to go fight the aliens now. Like, yeah. that could be cool. Um, we definitely it's didn't see that into, much about them. Yeah, it's getting into, um, like, Marvel territory a little bit, <laughs> where they're like, how long can we hold on to this? Um, but it is like, or like Transformers, I guess. Oh, like, God. Yeah, it is more like Transformers. It's a lot like Transformers. But um, I, I like that these movies have, like, I don't know, I feel like they have a lot of positivity. And so I'm down for them to make more, even if they're sort of, like, similar to the previous version oh yeah like, there by the I, time I we hit like the end good. i was like that hit so many of the same beats but i liked those beats so yeah. I, like it, the only thing that was actively irritating me was the whole uh john boyega clint eastwood jules triangle thing that they barely devoted any time to so it was those like, two characters could have been cut from this movie <laughs> and it would have changed nothing <laughs> yeah that was the only thing i th- feel like everything else i was like i'm having a blast baby this is great this is this is a fun time it was pretty fun and i did find that i liked amara's character sometimes like when sequels introduce these like new characters especially if they're like kids you kind of are just annoyed with them all the time and you're like just get out of the way you don't know what you're talking about but (laughs) i did enjoy her character because i felt like she wanted to not be a crappy character yeah (laughs) like she actively tried to like do good things and do interesting things and i was like god bless you yeah and (laughs) i did like you could have been really annoying if you (laughs) were different uh, i like john boyega's um 
kind of interpretation Ace. of him. Yeah, well, obviously. But, like, uh, <laughs> his character being kind of under the shadow of his dad and his dad yeah. placing such high expectations of him, on him. And uh, when he... When Mako died and he unfolded the little picture that's obviously very well worn, he's been carrying that forever, and it's a picture of him, his dad, and Mako. I was like, eh, yeah. Eh. And <laughs> he has a conversation with Amara, and he's she she doesn't know what to call Mako, like his half sister or his sister, and he's like, she was my sister. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> that families are families. Yeah. it sort of makes you wish that you had like known that his character existed and yeah, like, like just the throwaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like some sort of like family scene, but I guess they couldn't get uh everyone back for that beautiful reunion. <laughs> but it would have been like in hindsight, he dotes on Mako so much, I'm like, that's gonna be awkward to rewatch now. Like you have a son, my man. Yeah. Uh, are you just now gonna we ignore all him? know. Yeah. Oh man. But uh, but uh yeah that was that was a fun a fun time. I yeah, I, I still feel it. like one of the things I like the most is uh the kaiju designs. They're just so cool looking. I don't know why. It's like the the color combination and the cool like faces cuz the face is always yeah. open in a really cool way. <laughs> that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's I feel yeah. like that's that Guillermo del Toro design. Uh they they just look so cool. Yeah, it does feel like um the sort of creative alien stuff is like actually attempting to be creative. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Yeah. And I will um, say it, it carries over themes from the first one about the world coming together and it being like an international cast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was nice to see. Cause we thought for a while that that woman was bad and then it was going to become another thing of like people against people. Yeah. Um, and so it was nice. It, it felt like more positive for it to have been like the aliens. Yeah, and it was like still like in Charlie Day, end. but like it was alien. But it was like not him, you yeah. know. So it doesn't count. Yeah, it it felt like um, it had a lot of that those good vibes from the first movie and the the power of of friendship making <laughs> machines work. And also every time I like see anything related to Pacific Rim. I just think about how cool it would be to like pilot a Jaeger, how there needs to be some sort of game that's like some Wii U type thing or something where it's like, yeah, you, I guess, but like you and a partner or something have to be in sync. Oh, that and would like, be really cool. You know, I like was thinking because they show more battle. <laughs> they show that like training thing. And I'm like, they're like in an amusement park. Please build that. I would. I know. Live in that. That would be so if, much fun. If that was like a ride yeah, and I think oh they, like, God. actually build those, like, when they do shoots. Like, that's not CGI. They, like, actually build yeah. the things. I'm like, please give me access to that. That looks, like, it so looks much so fun. fun. And, like, I don't really need to share a brain with someone, but it would be fun to, like, just play a game with another person that was just based on this universe. <laughs> I feel like it would be so cool. Yeah, um, I like, this is one of those things with VR technology where I'm like, snap, snap. <laughs> we're so close this we're would so, be this would be so there, cool man. man just get there um what do you have any improvements for this movie uh cut that one lady character and maybe like reduce and scotty swood's lines to like <laughs> two lines maybe at the beginning and like right at the end and uh yeah, or just like change them into more interesting people <laughs> yeah like, that was kind of like use deal? use the music more because that music is awesome 
uh, and otherwise, I'm just like I just uh, like it was a good length. I feel I yeah the pace I like, thought was pretty good. Yeah, we kind of started out like a little. Up. Yeah, it started a little slow, but it wasn't really like it wasn't like the scenes were slow it was just like it took a while to get to the fighting but there was a lot of stuff going on yeah so i appreciated that uh yeah. that's kind of okay i was like i want to see maybe in a third movie which i hope to god would be the last if they do make a third yeah. one uh kill the aliens <laughs> And the whole franchise. Yeah, I'm just like, maybe you can really push it with, like, the colorfulness, because that was one of the aspects of the first movie, and I feel like that was uh, part of Guillermo del Toro's vision. He had, Mm -hmm. the cities were so colorful, and there were so many, like, shots that were gorgeous, and I feel like they toned down a little of that, and part of that is because there were, like, Mm -hmm. night scenes in the first one, and yeah, (laughs) this one was more, like, daytime, less colors available, but, mm-hmm. like, especially if we're going to the Aliens world, like, make that colorful as hell. I want to see yeah, neon. I, would... I want to see colors. I would like to see a very uh, creative, unusual alien planet. It does seem like the sort of sense we get from the aliens is that, like, the kaiju are somehow something they've created. Yeah, they're like, like they're dogs. Like, yeah, it's like... It's kind of like instead of creating machines, they are able to like create living creatures or something, yeah. or, like manipulate genetics or something like that. And so it would be cool to see how that would have shaped their society. Like instead of driving cars, are they like riding on like a little kaiju or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is the are they genetically the engineering themselves? Like there's so yeah, many I've, options. There's a lot of interesting stuff that could happen in the third movie, which hopefully they do. And it really does seem like there's going to be a third movie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, should we talk about what we're doing next week? Yes. I don't okay. remember what it is. So you talk well, about I it. do. And it's going to make you very sad. Oh boy. Next week, we are going to be watching and discussing the snowman. Oh no, I forgot about that. <laughs> the 2017 Michael Fassbender movie oh. that was so bad that it became famous for being bad. Mr. Police, can you save her? I gave you all the clues. Oh my god. Well, I'm super excited to watch that. That's what we're going to be talking about next week. And, uh, should we, should we come up with a Pacific Rim themed sign-off? Ooh. Um, don't date a kaiju. (laughs) Yeah, don't. Oh my god. Don't date it. And check up on your friends. Make sure they're not (laughs) dating kaiju brains. It's like there should be like a PSA where it's like, if your friend's acting kind of weird, maybe check in on them. It could have a kaiju brain that they drift with every night. Yeah, it could save our world as we know it. So, uh, yeah, definitely do that. And uh, perhaps on that note, uh, we will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening, and goodbye. Bye.